so hey everyone we are back with another episode and i'm gonna tell y'all now it is late at night again i am so tired but when god gives me a word i have to be obedient okay so yeah that's just what it is so today's title is called um or whatever time that you're listening to it the title of this episode is called born to stand out okay and i need y'all to go with me because the lord had me writing and writing and writing and i'm writing and falling asleep but i have to get it out until you know you know my hands just you know get off the pen and the paper all right so of course everything that i'm gonna tell you about there is scripture there's scripture there's scripture actually i need to write this scripture down for one more yep i need to write this scripture down for one more well hopefully i don't forget it while i'm talking to you guys and you ladies, but I'm going to go ahead and just write that scripture down. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I have a couple of scriptures for you. And, yeah. Let's get into it. So, first we're going to go to the Old Testament. We're going to talk about Lot's wife. So, I know a lot of y'all probably know about Lot's wife and if you don't know about Lot's wife you can find out a lot about her in the book of Genesis okay um it was so funny because earlier this year I was I love to watch historical um you know just historical documentaries of people that actually for a living open up this bible and go to every site that is recorded in the bible and dig up the dirt the soil the artifacts especially Sodom and Gomorrah um I can't even think about the guy's name but I'll link it in the notes below in the show notes below I will link it and it's basically um the sulfur of the burning of the city you know the city was burned down to the ground both cities um all that stuff is still there and one of my goals is to actually go on a tour um a holy tour because I, I like this word is the true living word of God like it's truly God's word like our God like the real God not the God that you know have you know that's lukewarm with everything and all that stuff but all this stuff everything that happened is historically proven you can watch documentaries of the flood and this and that so a lot of people like to say the Bible is a history book and the bible is everything not only is it history not only is it truth not only is it stories that literally helps us in today's society yep 2021 2022 post-pandemic era um the bible is our way of life this is how we get peace this is how we get understanding right so we got to talk about lots wife all right and, you know, you can read more about her again in Genesis. But I'm just going to talk about some of the things that she did. Um, you know, some of the things that she did and all that great stuff. So here's some things that she did. So when you look in Genesis 14, um, 
you know, and you're starting to recap, here's some things that you'll learn about her. You'll learn that Lot's wife is, she was worldly and materialistic, okay? Um, and she failed at spiritually nurturing her kids, all right? Because, you know, their children, when the father got drunk, actually slept with their father and had kids, right? So now you got, like, your dad is really, like, your uncle, or however that goes. I don't know. It's just weird, right? Another thing is she heard about the witness of God. Keep that in mind. So I hope y'all have y'all notes, by the way. Y'all notes, y'all pen, and ready to go to take notes, right? Um, and she chose the lifestyle of Sodom, okay? All right? And when we mean chose, when, when I say she chose the lifestyle of Sodom, I mean that where she was at in life and where she thought that she was supposed to be you know and her city her location and what she was doing and all that stuff had a stronghold on her okay okay so it says that um i wrote down and i said that you know even jesus used this as an example that she started um she started out the right way but look back because she was not completely willing to give up her old ways to follow God in obedience. Okay? So, um, just to give y'all a quick brief, all right? Lot is from Abram, all right? Abram, Abram, Abraham. Lot is like the cousin or the brother. If you read chapter 13 in Genesis, you'll learn more about the connection between the two. Lot got captured. Okay, and you know, when Lot got captured, someone escaped out of being captured and ran and told Abram, and that's how you know they got free um, before the burning of the city. All right, the burning of um, Sodom and Gomorrah, both cities, but in particular, um, Lot, you know, and his family lived in Sodom. So they actually lived in Sodom. There's two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah, not too far away, apart from each other. Um, but, you know, they lived in Sodom, okay? Now, one thing to keep in mind when it comes to Sodom is that Sodom um, was actually a very lucrative place in its time. It actually was, you know, a place that was very sophisticated and had, had a lot of the city had a lot of um, cultural opportunities, okay? So think about your big me uh, mecca cities or metropolitan cities, all right? For me, if I can relate Sodom, Sodom for me, for me, because everybody's Sodom look different, it would definitely be Miami and Atlanta. That's the Sodom for me, okay? Like, that's where, like, some stuff has went down in my life. Whew, okay? Um... So in this time, Sodom was that thing where everyone goes, for instance, Atlanta, everyone goes to Atlanta for business, opportunity, growth, cultural, um, you know, exposure, you know, black business owners is booming in Atlanta, right? But there's another side that y'all just don't know about. Some of y'all don't. And in the Bible, um, Sodom 
you know, had a great deal of immortality and also a great deal of sexual sins that just outweighed everything. For me, that's how I view Atlanta, especially Atlanta, because that's where I was raised at, you know. And man, 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 man. If you are from Atlanta and you know, then you know. Like, people move into Atlanta, they see, like, oh, this is a business, this is business, that, business, that. It's a lot of, listen, listen. If you know, you know. If you, if you know, you just know, okay? So, technically, Sodom, to me, when I'm reading this, Sodom, to me, is like Atlanta, Okay? Um, and I have so many stories to tell you about this anyways, but we're going to keep it moving on this particular topic. All right. So the thing about it is when they had an opportunity to leave and to escape, Lot's wife knew that it was time for them to go and knew and heard that it was time for them to, 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 to go, but she she looked back you get what i'm saying like she really looked back and even jesus used her as an example okay like he used her as an example that you know she she started out right she knew right from wrong because lot was deemed a righteous man in sodom how many people live in a city or how many of you live in a city and you're deemed a righteous, you deem a good Christian, you're trying, you trying to live a good, godly, holy life, but everything around you is like sin. Everything around you is like, man, I got to look like this to, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Lot, he held it down. He was really, really a righteous man. The Bible says he was a righteous man, okay? Even, in, even living in a city full of sin. All right, Lot knew it was time to go. However, you know, as a wife, sometimes we just be, sometimes we just, hey, and sometimes it be the males that's like, hey, the wife say, hey, we might got to get up out of here. And, you know, the husband's like, well, we got all this stuff going on right here. Why can't we, you know, why can't we just, you know, stay where we at? Why we got to go all over the globe? Like, this is fine. Like, yeah, there's a little sin going on. Yeah, this circumstance, this situation has a little sin going on. Yeah, you mean there's a little this and that. Yeah, there's this and that. Yeah, your cousin, like, yeah, your cousin, yeah, your, you know, all this stuff going on. But, I mean, it's okay. I mean, you were going to run into these problems anyways. How many times have you heard something like that when you are seeking better, seeking good, right? And in this case, God was literally telling them, hey, this is your opportunity to get up out this place. This is your one opportunity. Keep in mind that Lot's family was the only family that had this opportunity, okay? That had this opportunity by God to leave leave this area, leave this area of your life, leave this area of this city, okay? Hmm. I I hope y'all catch me going back and forth as far as what I'm saying, okay? Leaving this area of the city, you have an opportunity to leave this area of your life. I'm giving you this, okay? Because if you stay here, you're going to be battling some internal things. The Bible clearly says, when you read it, that, um, let me see, right here. 
you read it, you know, it says, though Lot was called a righteous man, he entangled with the grip of Sodom's influence. And you can find that in 2 Peter um, chapter 2, verse 7 through 8. He chose to raise his family in Sodom, even though the reputation of Sodom was not that good. All right. So that's what he had to deal with. He chose to settle. That's basically settling in a city that settling in your life that you know is not for you. It's a fight to be here because you know that you know that this ain't it. Some obviously something is not clicking for me in this area of my life. This is not clicking. And I have my wife in my ear telling me, hey, I mean, it ain't gonna click nowhere else. It doesn't matter where you go, it's always gonna be something. You know what I'm saying? So might as well just stay here. You can, you can, we can stay in Atlanta. Because even if we go to, even if we go to Miami, it's still going to be the same thing. Even if we go to, to New York, it's still going to be the same thing. Like, why don't we just stay here? This man was battling, etern- like battling internally because he know he, he didn't want to be around all this. You know, he didn't want to be around all the slackness that was going around in his circumstances. Okay, and and in his surrounding. Okay, so although he was a righteous man, he's still battling, you know, with his own internal conflict of the decisions he's making to stay in Sodom. When Sodom ain't it. Mind you, keep in mind, when God exposed that, you know, this city was going to be, these two cities were going to be burned down, he exposed that to Abram. He did not expose that to Lot. Lot didn't know that the city was going to burn down. He just knew that the city was not, the city was worldly, worldly. The city was not of God. This, the city was so sexually, you know, um, poisoned. He knew that. That's all he knew. The revelation was brought to his uh, cousin. The revelation was brought to his cousin, not to Lot. That's the reason why when, that's the reason why when uh, Abram heard uh, that Lot was captured and his family, that's the reason why he ran to go, to go save, you know, his cousin. Like, hey, I, we got to get him up out of there because he already knew, Abram already knew what was going to happen to Lot. What was going to happen, excuse me, to Sodom. He already knew what was going to happen to Sodom and Gomorrah. All right. And all this is in the Bible. I'm not telling y'all something that I just want to tell y'all. I'm telling y'all facts because I'm sleepy right now. Okay. But all of this is in the Bible. Abram chapter 13. Genesis uh, 13. Lot did not know. Lot sat in this city because that's where his family was at. And that's where he's raising everyone at. You know what I'm saying? But he couldn't stand being there. He wanted better. He wanted more for his family, for his life. How many of y'all want more for your family and for your life? Okay, let's keep it moving. <laughs> All right, so now keep in mind that he is battling with some internal woes. And, you know, I want to say that one thing about us is that we are all offered the choice to be obedient and live and live you know what I'm saying and we're or we're offered you know disobedience and death all right when you are in pursuit of this when you're in pursuit of the pleasure of this world 
you got to understand that it comes with death. If you are not willing to accept the calling, if you're not willing to accept the message that you hear, right? Because keep in mind that while all this stuff is going on, Lot's wife is right there while they're being rescued. You know, Lot's wife is right there knowing that, hey, this man is ready to go. He's ready to move. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's ready to get up out of here. The Bible said that, you know, she, she, you know, she was well aware of what the Lord was, was, was doing. She knew all the things that Abraham had to do. She was well aware that if Abraham had to come save them and tell them to get up out this city, she knew that, you know, God ain't playing no games. However, a lot of times because we don't see certain things or it hasn't happened to me, we don't give people, we don't, you know, we don't see the credibility 100% clearly because it's not actually being done directly to us. But let me tell you that. Let me tell you this, as long as you connect it to someone that's spiritually in tune and and, and, and and you see miracles and works going on in their life, you see um, them operating in their kingdom assignment, them, you know, you see all this stuff going on, understand that you are still connected to the blessing. The fact that you are exposed to this, it is okay that you may not get prophetic visions or you may not be able to speak life into people or you may not be able to do all these things that you see your so-called friend or your brother or your husband or, you know, um, your cousins or, um, you know, whoever doing. I need you to understand that the fact that you can, the fact that you're exposed to that. The fact that you are exposed to that says a lot. Please do not think you are worthy to be exposed to that. You don't have to be operating in it as far as doing the work of what, you know, doing the work of what Abraham is doing, getting, receiving instructions and all this stuff, because all that comes with you know, all that comes with letting go of the world and becoming more obedient, right? You want to live and you're exposed to that. You just got to start being obedient by looking at the examples. That's called role model, okay? That's called someone living a godly life and you see it or you hear about it. That means that when you are exposed to that and you see what they got going on, or whatever, and you're like, okay, well, that never happened to me. You got to understand that is called, that person is technically a spiritual role model for you. It hasn't happened to you because you are being exposed to what you are being, what you're seeing. So you're taking it in. It's like going to school and taking in information. It's like going to, learning a new song and taking in the words of the song. You know what I'm saying? It's like going to a new job and taking in the words of the job to learn how to do your job. It's basically that. When you see somebody operating in their calling and operating in their in their anointing, but it hasn't it, you have you're not operating. You're basically sitting at the front row seat to understand how you're supposed to move to get some examples to get some some to learn what dedication looks like to learn what what it means to truly operate and be fearless of what people got to say 
and I can go on and on and on and on and on. But I will tell you this, Lot's wife knew what was going on. Okay. She knew about all the things that Abraham, come on now, she's Lot's wife. She knew about all the things that Abraham was doing, all the things that he was, you know, doing in his life, in his family, whenever they got together for family, um, you know, dinners or whatever the case may be, she knew about all the stuff that was going on and bear witness to, you know, may not have physically, you know, physically seen with her eyes, but was hearing these things of what, you know, Abraham was responsible of. You know, he, he bared great responsibility. Okay. So, at the end of the day, she wanted to do right, but she still couldn't let go of Sodom. She still cannot let go of Sodom. I want you guys to look up um, the pillar of salt over the Dead Sea. Now, that is the alleged. Um, now, there's a lot of historical um, artifacts and facts to justify that that may be um, 100% Lot's wife. Um or whatnot, but I want y'all to watch that documentary if y'all want to get deeper and and truly watch it. Um, as you know, they use the Bible and basically point out every single thing of how that slots wife, okay, um, and how she is actually literally looking back at the site that's said to be um, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? So it's it's really amazing documentary. I'll make sure I put it in the in the notes, like I said before, right? Um, now she just still couldn't let go of, of, of Sodom like that. You know, she meant well, she was ready to go with her husband and her kids. She did walk in, you know, she did get up out of there. Keep in mind that she was escorted by, they were escorted by angels up out of there. Okay. I need y'all to understand that the fact that she was like, yes, um, you know what, babe, let's go. Let's go. Let's just go. Cause obviously, obviously, I'm not gonna have my way on this. Let's go. Let's just go. Let's take the kids. Let's go on and get up out of here. Cause obviously, if you feeling strong in your heart that it's time for us to go, and Abraham is saying this, let's just go on and get up out of here. Y'all, she, she, that's good. That's half the battle to say. You know what? I'll just go. I don't understand. I, I get this. I get this God thing. I get this. I get this assignment thing. I get what Abraham, what they got to do with us. My husband's a good man. I get that. But what they got to do with us, like, we good where we at. But you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and go. You cannot be halfway disobedient. I'll say it again. You cannot be halfway disobedient. I don't know who this is for. Trust me. I've done it. I've been going through spiritual warfare. I have done it. I've done it. I've done it. You just got to be 100% all the way in, or you can be 100% all the way out. Either way it goes, it's life or death. Okay? I need y'all to understand what death means. Take notes. Death can mean mentally, being in a mental prison. It can be physically. Okay? It can be spiritually. Keep in mind that Lot was a righteous man that was raising his kids in a place that he was like, oh, heck no, this ain't it. If Lot would would have stayed there, if Lot would have continued on, he would have been in a mental prison, okay? Because he know, 
he wanted better for his life. How many of y'all are settling in every area of your life because you are not willing to be obedient, to let go and to move on? Mm. How many of y'all are doing that? I have done it. I'm probably still doing it in some different areas of my life. But trust me, I've done it. If I'm doing it now, y'all, I'll tell y'all that I'm probably doing it at a 10 to 20% compared to 100. Because me, I used to be on 100. I ain't letting nothing go. And I ain't moving on from anything that I don't want to move on, move from. That's the type of spirit I used to have. Okay? That's the exact type of spirit that I used to have. And you want to know what I battle with? Depression. What is depression? Depression is technically a mental prison that you are in. Okay? We can go look up depression word again. But when you sum it all up, that is a mental prison that you are suffering from. You are battling conflict within your brain. Your brain is pressing down on you because you're not willing to let go and move on. Oh, glory to God, okay? Physically, you keep doing what you're doing. You keep being in the areas you have no places being in in your life. Sometimes it can kill you, okay? Yes, it can, physically. If I would have stayed in a relationship where this man already pulled a gun out on me and I would have continued to stay in that relationship, someone would have ended up dead or in jail, okay? Whatever your Sodom is, and you know what your Sodom is, I'm, we, we, we bringing it to this present day. Whatever your Sodom is, let it go and move on, Okay? I'm trying to help y'all out. There's a girl that I used to listen to, uh, you know, and she used to say, I'm just looking at y'all like y'all looking at me. Well, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm just talking to y'all like how y'all would talk to me if I was if I was doing things and y'all knew y'all knew things on a on a, a different level than I knew things, okay? We we all have different levels of the things that we know, okay? You may know more than me in certain things. And, and that's that I take that I'm, I humbly take that okay I've gotten to a place where I know how to humbly take a role of where I'm not the one that knows it all I'm not the one that's a leader or the the head you know person in charge or you know what I'm saying I, I can I can serve I can honestly serve someone now I don't need to be the boss or need to be the go-to. The spirit of offense, that shield, God stripped me from that. He's literally, if I have any ounce left, he's still stripping me from that. So don't take offense to what I'm saying. I just know some things that I know is going to really help you out, okay? Spiritually, you are battling spiritually with your faith. That is going to cause you to die spiritually. You're battling spiritually because you want to be in this world. You want to hang with your friends. Why can't I do brunches, hip-hop brunches? 
Why can't I do trap night? Why can't I? You the you the type of person that's trying to 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 to, to fit in. You're the type of person, and you and, and nobody likes to say, "Oh, I'm trying to fit in." Nobody likes to say that about themselves. But when you look at it, you have all these goals and all these things you want to accomplish. And you know you still trying to you still want to live a, a regular life. You want to be able to go on these trips all over the world. You want to be able to do all this stuff that the Lord is delivering you from. Like you have no business in the club no more, sis. It don't feel right for you, but because you don't want to move on and let go of the things that's gonna keep you bound, whether it may be people or or. Or, or, you know, people or things. It doesn't matter. Possessions, whatever it may be. You don't want to move forward. You're battling spiritually with what you know is right. Now you upset, angry at God and angry at everyone else because your friends looking at you like you funny. And now, oh, God just revealed to me that it's a three. It's a cycle. We die physically because we like to eat too much. Literally. What happens with depression is once you're mental, once you're in that mental prison, you give up on your body. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to work out. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do this. And once you die physically, meaning that you gave up on your, you gotta understand it's not just about dead you know what i'm saying like physical can be hey you gave up on your body that eventually leads to death in the long run if you keep going down this road but you know what i'm saying you've given up on your body you've given up on taking care of your vessel you know what i'm saying now we're talking about spiritual now you're looking at god like yo what's this you know what i'm saying so i said us to say don't let being a go-getter, don't don't be a go-getter in chaos, okay? Don't be a go-getter in chaos, all right? Don't continue to, to, to do the things that you know that it's time for you to move on from and to let go or be around the people that God is telling you to move on from and let go and, 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 and trying to you're trying to thrive in this setting with these type of people you're trying you're the type of person to say hey we're all gonna go to the top we're all gonna make it together we're all this we're all that but and truly in your heart you know that your friends ain't trying to stop doing what they doing you cannot be the go-getter in everything in this world once you have been exposed to supernatural experiences like Lot's wife once you have been exposed to supernatural experience you have to let go I don't care if you heard about it the fact that you heard about it and your ears tooted up to what was being said your ears perked up to what was being said you heard about what was going on over there in somebody else's area that means that you have been exposed. God wanted you to be exposed. That means that you are, you have been stamped as a child of God, as God's sheep. I need you to understand that not everyone 
will be exposed. Whether they hear about it or whether they are the ones, you know, walking in in in, in the leadership's seat. You know what I'm saying? Whether whether what you know, whether they're the ones that's doing what I'm doing right now. Right? Whether they're the ones that's on YouTube or on TikTok or in, 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 you know, out on the streets delivering ministry and all this stuff or serving through their, their industry, whether it's beauty or whatever the case may be. Like, I need you to understand that just because you hear about God and, and all that amazing stuff, does that mean that you are not, a, you're not stamped? Why do you think that your friends look at you funny when you're talking about you going to church or, you know, you praying? Not everyone is going to be, not, not everyone is called. God only want a select few of his children. I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely real with y'all. Not everyone is, a, no, you are, come on now, y'all about to get me started. Now I'm trying to go to sleep. Let me go on and finish my notes. Because I'm getting to rambling. All right? I want y'all to understand that God wants to save us. And when God pulls us away from whatever it is, we need to understand that we just need to move on. Don't fight it. Because when you fight it, it's going to come with mental, mental, mental problems, physical problems, spiritual problems. One of the three going to hit you. It don't have to be in that direct order. It can be in the different orders. Okay, I always think that it starts with mental first because you're battling with yourself mentally. All right. Um, I need you to understand that Lot's family, including his wife, was escorted by angels. That is a supernatural experience. She they went through a supernatural experience to be physically escorted by angels. To be physically able to see the works of God in 2021. I saw it firsthand and I ran from it. I was looking back like Lot's wife, baby. I'm not trying to do this. I'm not even trying to speak. God gave me two speaking gigs this year alone to deliver his word. And every time I spoke in 2021, every time that I spoke on somebody's stage, it was not me speaking. I was not talking. The flesh being my body, Christine, the person that I am, I'm not speaking to nobody. Nor nor am I on this nor am I talking on no podcast. I want to talk about getting to the bag, getting to the money, doing what I gotta do to get my family. I, I I'm the type of person that wanna stay where I'm at and do what I need to do, okay? Inside of me, okay? <laughs> okay. I experienced supernatural experience, uh, supernatural experience visually, okay? Visually, 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 visually. I was not trying to accept that. I was not trying to accept that. I was not ex- trying to accept that. What I saw, I was not ready for it. I was not ready to move on in my life. I was not ready. Even though I said this and that and that in the past, and I said it for another episode, I was not ready to accept the calling in what I saw. Okay? Now, some people just hear, and they still don't want to get right. I saw and definitely didn't want to get right. It scared to tell. I was like, no, this is too new. This is a new. This is new. This is too new. This is a whole life change 
I am trying to, I got out the military and I'm trying to adjust to civilian life, to worldly life, okay? I'm not trying to get out the military and now all of a sudden I am a woman of God and I'm um, not preaching, but I'm speaking, um, you know, the word of God. I'm prophesying, I'm, 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 I'm you know getting dreams and visions i'm talking about you know how you can work in your your god assignment all this stuff that's not what i'm trying to do i didn't want to do this i'm telling i'm keeping it real i was looking back this year like literally looking back i was looking back and i know i know this ain't for me because i don't even care to disclose these things but i'm on assignment i'm so listen y'all when i tell you the amount of obedience that i have now as much as I don't want to do it, I'm going to do it. As much as I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Okay? So I understand. I, I'm, I, God has me speaking these words, whether late at night or in the morning. I, I'm not even tired no more, y'all. Whether late at night or in the morning, God has me speaking these words because it's not for me. I'm already coming up out of it. It's for someone else to hear it. And I just pray to God that he does what he does. When these episodes are released, it, it just goes out into the into the kingdom and it and it, it just grabs and it they, you know what I'm saying hopefully the words that you're hearing, because you may not be able to see, but you're hearing these things is enough for you not to look back like um Lot's wife. Okay? It's enough for you not to look back and want to stay where you're at. Because you don't want to die when you know you can be doing more. You don't want to die when you know that you've been called to be greater. You, whatever that itch is, if God told you to go back to law school, but you want to stay at this job because this job is, you want to stay at this job because this job is a high-paying job. Whatever it is, leap out. Leap out on faith. Lot was, listen, Lot, when he got that message to go, Lot was like, listen, everybody, let's go. Let's go now. He did not look back. The Bible said that Lot did not look back. So when don't look back. When you, when you, when it's time for you to make your move, you'll know the time and the season. You'll know the time and the season. These messages is to help you to understand, help you to accelerate so you won't prolong. Because when you prolong it, when you sit and wait and procrastinate on making the change for your life because you don't want to let people go, you don't want to let things go, you don't want to let titles go, you are prolonging your suffering. And that... (laughs) You are prolonging your mental. You are prolonging your physical. You are prolonging your spiritual growth. Let it go. Just don't even look back. Like once you cut cut the ties off, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Don't be nasty. Don't be malice. Don't be mean. Don't be envious. Don't be trying to say, "Well, I'm 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 done talking to y'all because I'm." Don't do all that. That's not what, 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 what what's you know being said to you. What's being said is, hey, you gotta stop doing some things that you used to do. The, it's not for them; it's for you. Understand that you're not doing anything for no one else. You're doing everything for your soul and your salvation. Please get that underneath. Please get that in your head. You're not doing anything for your friends. 
Just because they don't understand what you're going through does not mean that you are you you're better than them. Does not mean that 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 because they don't get what you're going through, they not for you or whatever the case may be. Or you know, that's not what it is. Listen, friends and family, nine times out of ten, I said nine times out of ten because there are you know the ones that truly do support you in everything that you do. But nine times in out of ten, until they really see the 360 in you, they're gonna be the last ones to really get with get with the program of what you got going on. So with you knowing that, just do it. Just do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Like just do what you need to do. All right, let's keep it moving. Supernatural experiences revealed to God's sheep, okay? You can be a lost sheep and be favored to see things in the spiritual realm. And I just said that. That's why we must get in godly counsel and surroundings once we are exposed to the, the works of the Lord. Okay? That's basically, I wrote this basically to tell y'all that like, once you are getting exposed to these type of things, whether you're sitting in a clubhouse room, whether you're listening to this podcast, whether you are, whether you, um, you see your friend going through these changes and all these great things happening to her life. And she's saying it's God is God, but you know of God, but you ain't never experienced that to honestly, truly understand where she coming from or where he's coming from. All right. Or where your brother is coming from or whatever the case, whoever it may be is coming from. Right. The fact that you are exposed to that, you're going to have to start making your shift now. You're exposed so that you know that you have big shoes to fill when it's your time to activate in to your when it's when it's your time to be activated in your calling, okay? So that means that when you when you hear this podcast or when you hear when you start to hear these things, this is your time to start letting go piece by piece. Because sooner or later you're gonna be in activation mode. And you cannot go back. You cannot go back. You cannot go back to hate. You cannot go back to um, rejection. You cannot go back to envy. You cannot go back to um, not willing to forgive. You cannot go back to, you know, you just can't go back to it. I'm going to be real with y'all. Y'all ain't going to never catch me in no club. Never. Never. Never, 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 never catch me in a club. Nope. Nope. I will not. I will not. You ain't gonna never. I, I'm done. I'm, I tell you, I'm done. My my spiritual counselors, my spiritual um surroundings, and the people that I'm around now, mm-mm. They were looking at me, are you done now? Are you done going back and forth? <laughs> it's so funny. Yes, I am. You ain't going to never catch me. Listen, I'm going to serve the Lord until my last breath. And that means I have to be up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning giving this word. I'm going to serve the Lord. These are prophetic messages. These are prophetic. This is, this is, a, listen, this is for y'all. This is for y'all because, I, like I told y'all again, if it was up to me, I'd be asleep. You crazy. I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right. So 
Once you're exposed to the works, just go ahead and start letting go bit by bit. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Okay? Understand that everyone won't get this experience. We talked about that early, earlier. And understand that people will look at you crazy. The world will look at you crazy when you all of a sudden you over here talking about God, this and Jesus, that. What? Like, girl, God ain't even real. It's not real to them because they haven't been exposed to supernatural experience or heard about it. Understand that exposure is either you physically seeing it or you hearing it. Yeah, you hearing it. Yeah, that's 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 enough. That's enough for you to want to go ahead and start making your changes now, to be honest with you. Of course, they're going to say God is not real. Come on now. Of course, the enemy's going to make it seem like God is not real. But you're doing all these sinful things. Well, if you're doing all these sinful things, you're serving your God. That's a God that you're serving too. That that feel-good God, that God that tell you it's okay to do this because God knows your heart. That's definitely Satan. That's definitely that's definitely the world's kingdom. That's definitely the God that you choose to serve. See, the Bible talks about other gods too. And he talks about, you know, the, the Bible talks about other gods, okay? And the Bible talks about the true living God. And clearly, it be decipher the Bible be deciphering the two. De- deciphering and letting you know that hey, there's the true living God. And then there's the other gods. I'm going to let you know, the God that tell you that homosexuality is good and God knows your heart, that's the God that you choose to serve. That's that's the one that tell you that, that's the homosexual God. You act like you're praying to the true living God, but the Bible says clearly that he's going to say, I don't know you. I don't know you. And yes, you can serve and do and bring a lot of people. Listen, y'all must not know God. I told y'all what Job, what God, what God did to Job. All right, I told y'all that. God said in His Word that you can see. He's gonna tell you, I did not know you, and you done did all this. You done, you done, you done made all these songs about rapping and killing and 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 and, and giving wop and 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 and, 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 and all this stuff. All this stuff I got for for come on now, and then you and then when you get your Grammys and when you get these awards, you sit on stage and say, "Oh, I want to thank God." Yeah, the music God, the yeah, the music God. Don't you know that Lucifer was in charge of music? Yeah, duh, of course. That's their God. Please don't get it confused with the true living God because we can't do those things. That's just what it is. I ain't even the one to question no more. We just can't do it. They just can't do it. We just can't do it, okay? So yeah, they're gonna look at you crazy. Some of y'all probably not gonna y'all y'all not gonna get this message either. Y'all gonna be looking at this crazy and probably tune off or log off, and that's fine. I I really I like I said, I'm not doing this for y'all. I'm doing this to save my soul. I'm doing this to be obedient to God. I'm doing this to reach who it needs to reach. So if anybody is offended, it is not for you. No, you cannot dib, dibble and dabble. It don't operate in God's kingdom. It's a whole different set of rules. It's a new set of rules. You can't do you can't do worldly things in this kingdom. It just won't work. It just won't work. And the more you fight it, you're gonna see even more. You're gonna see even more. 
you're going to feel it even more. You're going to feel it even more, and you're just going to keep fighting it. You're going to keep wanting to, you know, have one foot in the world. But you're so inquisitive to know what's going on on in the kingdom side of it. What's going on on the, on the It's two kingdoms. There's the world, and then it's God's kingdom. The heavenly, your heavenly kingdom. God's kingdom, okay? And that we all have to do our work when we've been exposed to the supernatural experiences of the Lord. The more that you try to fight it, you will start to see that you won't, will, you know, you will no longer fit in. The things that you do will no longer serve you. You'll no longer be able to relate to a lot of things. Because, it, because the common will not be edifying to you. I really don't care for social media like that. And that's something I really know how to do. It's not edifying to me right now, y'all. I want more of the word. I want more of God. I want more of healing. I want more of restoration. I want more of peace. I want to live. And accepting the calling on my life and accepting what God is doing in my life, I am mending broken relationships. I'm forgiving people I never thought I would forgive. I forgave people I never thought I would forgive. I'm relinquishing my control of my life. This life is not my own. I'm not here for everything to be about me. This life is not my own. This spiritual exposure will move you up to the next level. And the world will begin to look foreign to you. Y'all, like I said again, you ain't catch me in no club. I honestly just want to, you know, you're just not going to catch me in no club. I don't see the excitement about it no more. You would have caught me a few years back? Definitely. And they're twerking to everything. Okay? You're just not gonna catch me. It's just foreign to me now. Like what 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 the world feel like. Listen, if I go on a vacation to Bora Bora, I'm taking my Bible with me. That's about to be a lit vacation. Cause not only am I gonna explore and see how God created this side of this of this earth and this location and all this stuff, but I'm able I'm 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 gonna be able to have some quiet time to really get in my work. Okay? And it may sound boring. But when you realize that, hey, you're not living for you no more, this life was never your own, and the fact that you are exposed mean that you have been marked as God's servant, the world will begin, the things of the world will begin to look foreign to you, all right? So what I need y'all to do is to truly pray on this and take this and take this information, all right? Pray on it, take it, go back to God, read it. Because I am definitely and definitely was a runner. I was definitely fighting. I was, and, and I'm someone who really just wanted to live my regular life in the world. Like, I just wanted to be able to, if I want to go out to the club, if I want to go out to a lounge, if I want to go do certain things, if I want to invite 
certain spirits into my home. Like, if I want to just do certain people, excuse me, I said spirits. Yeah, I talk way different now. If I wanted to allow people to come, you know, if I wanted to do this business, that business, all this stuff, I just wanted to live a regular life. I did not, listen, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do this at all. But then when I started to see the chaos in my family, when I started to see, like, the brokenness, and when I started to see all this stuff, and I could no longer control it, I was like, yo, that spiritual exposure that I experienced in Atlanta when I went back was crazy. Okay, it was crazy. It was crazy, all right? I want you to understand that Lot's wife, she looked back, and when she looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt because she was not willing to let go. She died, and, you know, she died. How many of y'all know that if you don't move on, you're going to die spiritually, mentally, physically where you're at? I can tell you that if I didn't forgive, you know, my, my ex, I would be mentally distraught, losing any relationships that, you know, that's God-ordained or anything, I would have been mentally dead, okay? To battle depression ain't no joke. But if you're battling depression, you are fighting to be in control. You are fighting to be in control of your life. This life is not your own. Let go. Let go. Let go and move on. Move forward. Just let go. Let go so healing can begin. Let go so restoration can begin. Let go so you can really walk into your calling. Let go. So what? I was doing real estate. I was even doing brows. (laughs) Okay? Let go. If it's meant for you to do it, it's meant for you to do it. If not, if not, if God called you to be a lawyer... If God told you to do this, to do that. If God called you to be a counselor, we need more of you in the kingdom. We need more attorneys in the kingdom. The world has attorneys, and they do the sins that they do. They do not this. We don't know, but they do the things that they do. A lot of attorneys do some foul stuff, but we also need attorneys in the kingdom, in our kingdom. We sure do. We need nurses in our kingdom. There's a lot of nurses in the world. They they serve many different gods. Muslims, I mean, we Muslims say they serve the same god as us, but okay, whatever. Um, and no disrespect to them at all. I don't. I'm not put here to disrespect other people's beliefs. I'm here to to follow the true living God's word. I'm not here to be disrespectful to nobody else's religion. Yeah, but that's, um, you know, you got nurses that's Buddhist, Buddhism, all that stuff. 
okay? The kingdom need nurses too. God need nurses too. So stop trying to be over there doing that and go on and go back to school. You got people that is, um, you got people that, you know, you know, you know how to do some hair, but you don't want to do that. You over here trying to do something else. Go do your hair. Your hands bring healing. Your hands bring anointing. Your hands, go do those lashes. Stop playing. Go do those facials. Stop playing. Go do those massages. Stop playing. Your hands bring healing and restoration. I don't know who I'm talking to, but that's a word for you. So I close this out and say to you guys, do not get attached to people and possessions. Just accept the calling on your life. Trust me, it's much peaceful that way. I accepted the calling of my life. I stopped running from it. I stopped being a Jonah, a Paul, a Peter. And I'm done fighting. And when I tell you I'm letting go of the controls, the things I thought I was in control of, it feels so, so good. Now I have now I have the room to work on things as far as just a lot of different areas in my life. I can honestly work on healing you know, in different areas. So that's all I got to say to y'all. I think we're at an hour again. Y'all take this word, go into prayer and be blessed.